0: So yeah, I'll just kind of touch on the pillars and then kind of go into how our college clubs sort of implement those at the ground level on their campuses. So the five pillars or, or five rivers, as we refer to them, are conservation, community outreach, Costa, ambassadorship or relationship, fundraiser or the ability for the clubs to be self-sustaining and a TU connection, both at the national and the chapter level. And one of the coolest things about Five Rivers, in my opinion, is that we really encourage clubs to be creative in how they implement these pillars on their
1: campus. This episode is a repost from season two of Emerging with our last host, Cliff. Somehow the episode got lost on Spotify and Apple, and we wanted to make sure you all could hear about the Five Rivers program at any time. Also, just a reminder that our Costa Sunglasses giveaway goes to the end of May. Fill out the survey in the episode description or on in our Instagram bio. Make sure you include your name and email to be entered to win a pair of free Costa sunglasses. Thanks so much. We appreciate your feedback.
2: Hey y'all, my name is Cliff Watson. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Emerging, the official podcast of the Trout Limited Costa Five Rivers Program, brought to you by Sims Fishing Products. Today we sat down with the whole Five Rivers team and had a great chat. This year, the team includes Libby Glazer, Five Rivers Coordinator, Franklin Tate, the Director of the Headwaters Youth Program for Tron Limited, Joe Gugino, the Conservation and Community Partnerships Manager at Costa Sunglasses, and myself, the Five Rivers intern and host of the Emerging Podcast. We had an incredible conversation talking all about the Five Rivers program. We discussed the history of Five Rivers, the plan for this year, the new Fly Fishing Platform, and much more. So first off, we're going to go around, introduce ourselves, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do for Five Rivers. So without further ado, Libby, if you don't mind, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do for Five Rivers, and uh, yeah, maybe some fun facts about what you did over the summer or what kind of
0: fish you like to target. Yeah, most definitely. My name is Libby Glaser. I am the program coordinator for the TU Costa Five Rivers program, uh, which is what brings us all here together today. So I'm based in Springfield, Missouri, um, which is right in the heart of the Ozarks down here, sort of in the Southwest corner of the state. Um, favorite fish to target would probably be smallmouth, um, just cause we have a lot of really cool smallmouth water down here in the Ozarks. And that was my first fish on the fly. Um, so they'll kind of always have a special place in my heart. Um, if you haven't got to chase smallmouth on the fly, I would highly recommend it. Um, as far as what I did this summer, I always loved getting that question when I was in school because I had like a cool answer for it, right? Um, but this summer, I, I had a pretty tame summer, which I actually really appreciated. Um, I did get to get out and fish a little bit. Um, I got to spend a little bit of time fishing in the Black Hills region of South Dakota, which was a new uh, new experience for me. I'd never fished there, or really spent any time there. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I am... I really, you know, I'm still pretty new in this role. I just took over as the coordinator about two months ago, and I've just been enjoying it so much so far and getting to work with um, with you all and with Costa. It's just been a really exciting experience to kind of um, kick off this this new era of Five Rivers and sort of, you know, relaunch the podcast and these other programs that we're running. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited to, to get back on board. Um, my experience with five rivers has been, uh, it's been a, a pretty unique one. I got involved with the program when I was a sophomore at Missouri state. Uh, I started the fly fishing club there mostly just cause I needed people to fish with. Um, so I had spent a summer working in Yellowstone, um, at one of the lodges there and that's, that's how I took up fly fishing. And then I came back to Missouri and really wanted to get out and fish, but didn't have anyone to go with. Um, so I, heard about the Five Rivers program and got connected and was able to to get our club affiliated with that and then um, from then on Five Rivers and TU has just had a really uh, special place in my heart i was able to intern for the program and uh go to Alaska on the odyssey and go to DC um to do you know get a little bit of, of taste of lobbying uh, that TU does so that was an experience um But yeah, I've just had a lot of really cool opportunities um, from Five Rivers and TU, and I'm really excited to be able to give back to the program. So that's a little bit about me.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Libby. Really stoked to have you here. Uh, Franklin, would you mind telling us a little about yourself and what you do?
3: You bet, Cliff. It's great to be here. Hey, everyone. It's Franklin Tate. I direct the Headwaters Youth Program here at Trout Unlimited. Um, I've been with TU about 12 years now i um, based in Asheville um, or Ash Vegas, uh, depending on, you know, who you are. Um, it's a beautiful area in Western North Carolina. Um, and so, yeah, um, the Headwaters program is TU's um, engagement program for kids of all ages, uh, K through 12, um, you know, college students. We've got um, TU Teens program. We've got a Stream Explorers program. We have leadership summits. And so Five Rivers is really sort of the capstone of the Headwaters Program. So that whole process is called the stream of engagement. Um, and that's what we created, um, gosh, 11 years ago here at TU to kind of um, get kids involved with our mission. Um, favorite fish to target? Well, I'm fifth generation Floridian. So for me, it has to be the tarpon. Um I fished for tarpon in the Everglades and in Belize, but I guess my favorite place to fish for them is probably the Panhandle, the Forgotten Coast of Florida. Um, I've got a Mitzi Skiff. I haven't been down there in a while. <laughs> the thing about fishing for tarpon is it's an investment of time and energy, and I just haven't been able to get back down there. And my favorite area got whacked by a hurricane, so that also has had a an impact on where I used to go, but, uh, let's see what I do over the summer. Yeah. I kind of echo Libby's thoughts like back in, back in school, like you had to write your essay. Um, I painted the exterior of my house, which took forever, but I saved like Four thousand dollars, I guess, according to the paint store. Uh, I hired Libby. That was a pretty lengthy process. Uh, and then we took—I took my daughter. I've got a fifteen-year-old daughter. We took a trip to the Pacific Northwest, and we just really didn't have an agenda. We just kind of wandered around um, Washington and Oregon, where I used to live. Uh, we're out there almost two weeks, and so that was great. Went out in August, which is a beautiful time. So great to be here, Cliff. Great to um, to be on Emerging again.
2: Awesome. Thank you, Franken. Appreciate that. My friend Joe, how about, uh, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself?
4: For sure. What's going on, Cliff? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Joe Gugino. I am uh, Conservation and Community Partnerships Manager at Costa Sunglasses, which I'm very proud of and love my job over here. Um, in my position at Costa, I have the opportunity to work with all of our cause organizations like TU, like BTT, like Cabins for Clean Water, um, American Saltwater Guide Association, Bill Fish Foundation, all those great cause groups uh, that are out there. Um, and I am super pumped to be here with Libby and with Franklin, with yourself Cliff because put a ton of effort into the Five Rivers program at Coast. I wasn't here when it started, but I've inherited that from you know Pete Vandergrift, who preceded me and here with the team and excited to dive down or dive back in and really build this program back up with and support Libby and support Franklin. Um, and see all the great work that everyone's going to do. So uh, that's a little bit about my position. Uh, Fishing, I live in Boston Harbor, so my favorite fish to catch uh, and target and bring people out to catch is striped bass on the fly. Uh, I love hearing Franklin mention tarpon because that's definitely top of the list for me now. And not necessarily fly fishing yet, but my new favorite to chase is bluefin. Uh, On the spin rods from Boston around Cape Cod, I love that. Got a couple last weekend and now was addicted before, but now, now super addicted. So Again, glad to be here. Super excited to support Five Rivers and uh, looking forward to this podcast and the rest of the year. Thanks, Cliff.
2: Thank you, Joe. We'll uh, have to get into it a little bit more later in the podcast about Costa's role and what all incredible things you do for us. Um, but just for starters, Franklin, I'd love to talk to you and Libby particularly, but Franklin first, just about what Five Rivers is, the history of it, what our pillars are, what the mission is, um, a little bit overarching, but I'd love for our listeners to just get you know, if they're not familiar with it, um, sort of have a baseline understanding. So, Franklin, would you mind telling us a little bit about Five Rivers?
3: Yeah, you bet, Cliff. Um, I'll let Libby tackle the the pillars portion and where we are with that. I came to Trot Unlimited from higher ed. I was a dean of a service learning program at a small college. And my previous boss, Brian Moore, who's still with Trot Unlimited, he and I did some projects together with college students up in um, when he was the manager of our Potomac Headwaters program. So I always had a, a way with I had a background in working with college students. And when I got to TU, there was a big question mark. When when I got hired by Chris Wood and by Brian, they said, we've got these programs like chat in the classroom, but we want to we want to do some new stuff. We want to branch out when we do we want to work with teenagers. We want to work with college students. So it was around two thousand ten when Five Rivers got started and it's really based on a, a model that I saw at Ferris State University up in Michigan. There was a, a club up there of, of students that had gotten a fly fishing program off the ground and had a really good relationship with a local TU chapter. And so I thought that's what I want to pursue. I don't want I don't want to try to do actual TU chapters within universities. I don't want college students to have to have the hassle of filing all of the you know, the nonprofit paperwork and having a full-fledged board and all that. So started chasing down this model of campus-based fly fishing clubs. And around 2011 is when uh, the Costa partnership got started. Costa had been giving money to TU for various programs, you know, odds and ends, but they really wanted to do something with next generation stuff. And so 2011, I was just kind of in the right place at the right time there. We had a, a membership marketing guy in DC and, and Costa was going to come visit. And Chris said to me, Chris Anderson said, Hey, you, what's about this college program? I like to put that in front of Costa. So just kind of went from there. Um, and when Todd Barker, who was their college program person, when he and I met up, we both decided, Hey, let's do a big event in 2013. Let's do the first ever five rivers Rally in Virginia, and Peter Vandergrift was there. And so that was just a really, really amazing event. And it's what we use to kind of go back to Costa and say, hey, let's up the ante here. Let's make this a full fledged program. And we brought on a Five Rivers alum, Andrew Lafredo, who was the first ever coordinator of the program. So, gosh, ever since then, it's just been it's just been going, um, growing at, at, at a fast rate. So, yeah, I, as I was thinking about it, I was like, wow, we're at our kind of 10 year mark. that's really awesome with um, the coaster Partnership and. 10 years of Five Rivers and early on it was something like 15 clubs but it's just kind of grown from there. So yeah, that's a little bit about the the background of it. And as far as like the nat- the connection to TU National, um we've just been really lucky to partner with Costa and and have a person in Libby's um position who kind of works with Joe, works with me, has kind of a sense of what's going on with the TU chapters but also has a sense of what's going on with the industry and our other partners like Sims or um, you know, TFO or Orvis or whoever else is participating. So, um, yeah, that, that's a little bit more, Cliff, about what uh, the past has been for Five Rivers. Uh, I'll let uh, Libby talk a little bit more about the pillars and some of our goals of the program right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Franklin. Um, so, yeah, I'll just kind of touch on the pillars, and then kind of go into how our college clubs sort of implement those at the ground level on their campuses. So the five pillars or or five rivers, as we refer to them, are conservation, community outreach, Costa, ambassadorship or relationship, fundraiser, or the ability for the clubs to be self-sustaining, and a TU connection, both at the national and the chapter level. And one of the coolest things about Five Rivers, in my opinion, is that we really encourage clubs to be creative in how they implement these pillars on their campus. So I just really love seeing all the different ways that they that they carry that mission out. Um, so we, you know, we just try to empower them to be creative and look at the needs in their communities and on their ca- college campuses and try to fill those with with the Five Rivers or the Five Pillars. Um, one example that kind of stands out to me of. And Franklin can touch on this a little bit, too, because I think he's a little bit more familiar with it than I am. But one example of a club kind of going above and beyond is um, the Five Rivers Club at the University of Georgia in their um, Crayfish Creek project. And so they um, partnered with their TU chapter on an Embrace a Stream grant um, to restore a tributary to the Chattahoochee. And, and that uh, project has gotten a lot of attention on you know TU media and just... Um, the fly fishing and, and conservation media spaces. So I think that that project is just a really cool example of of what's possible um, when you bring you know a group of really talented, driven, passionate students together um, and empower them to kind of carry out the mission of of Tu and of this nonprofit um, in their communities and on their campuses. Um, and you know other clubs find really creative ways to do that as well, whether it's through um, fly fishing classes or stream cleanups or, or, you know, tree planting events and things like that. Um, and we have so many clubs across the country that it's just, it's really cool to see them um, find their own unique ways to kind of carry that work out.
2: That's awesome. Really cool. Libby. I think those five pillars are great because they give each of the clubs flexibility, right? Like you said, they have creativity involved with them and all these clubs are in different places around the country, and it gives us the opportunity to sort of take advantage of our home waters and put it to use, right? And make sure that we're taking care of it and protecting it and making sure it's there for future club members, future members of the community. All of us can really take part in the resource.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And like you said, you know, the Five Rivers serve as sort of a, a set of guidelines and framework for the club leaders to be able to keep in mind as they're, you know, shaping their club's goals and, and kind of look at, okay, how are we going to, how are we going to reach our community? Um, what's, what's a need in our community? What's an area or a population that could benefit from fly fishing or, you know, outdoor education that's currently not benefiting from that and how can we reach them? Um, and then it's just, it's, you know, having to (laughs) come up with their own funds and run their own clubs. It's just a really cool, um, you know, honestly, it's like a resume booster for college club leaders to be able and just members in general to be able to say that they um, ran this, you know, really active organization on their campus and they carried out these projects and events. Um, So it's just a a really cool um, way for club leaders to kind of get that real world experience in conservation and and fly fishing.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Libby. It's one of the most formative experiences for me in college in terms of Not just learning about, you know, what you learn in class, but real world skills. Dealing with people, being a leader, sometimes dealing with first aid situations and high stress situations on trips. I mean, there's a lot you have to work with when you take, you know, 40 people on a fly fishing trip and 20 of them have never touched a fly rod before. So it's really a cool position to put a college student in and to see some people excel with it, I think is awesome. Um, Franklin, one thing I wanted to touch on that you mentioned was... uh, how you discussed your history of working with students before you came to TU. And I think that's really important because that helped you create the framework for five rivers. And it makes it really easy as a student to make a club, run a club, all that sort of stuff, because TU and Costa give us so many resources that it's really smooth transition of if you have a fly fishing club before, and you're not affiliated with the five rivers program, or if you don't even have a fly fishing club, um, Five Rivers has so many resources, so much help. All that stuff is really easy. And I'm just thinking about, you know, my club members and fellow officers trying to run a, you know, 5013 nonprofit or whatever it is. And it just sounds like a lot of paperwork, like you were saying. So I think that was a really good idea. And you definitely knocked it out of the park there.
3: Yeah, thanks. We felt like we wanted to give them uh, some training in in running an organization, running a club, but we didn't want to make it so full of headaches that they didn't, that they just walked away in frustration.
2: Perfect. Well, uh, Joe, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about Costa's role and Costa's connection to the Five Rivers program. Uh, Yeah, I'll let you take it away.
4: For sure. Thanks, Cliff. I appreciate it. So yeah, Costa, as um, Franklin mentioned, I mentioned a little bit earlier before, has been a partner of Five Rivers for a long time and I'm super excited just to inherit that relationship and dive down. Uh, when I kind of moved to this position, um, as conservation community partnerships manager really wanted to look at Five Rivers and how we can add some more energy, you know, put some structure to it, and that's where Costa is. So not only have we always been supportive, but we've invested a lot this past summer into uh, some rebranding and new platform um, and just putting a lot of not only product and swag, which is exciting for all the clubs and those types of prizes, et cetera, when you sign up, everyone loves that, and to have the great Costas to wear and win and have as prizes but to really put the effort and the commitment of a brand to support the five of his members as they have their clubs on campuses and they want to do more and exciting things and i'm excited to see kind of how it grows under libby's management and seeing like all right what comes up that we don't even know about that these kids want to do and for coast to be able to lean in and support those types of programs uh we are here for that and uh, again here for the ride and excited to support it
2: awesome thank you joe yeah i'm really excited to uh hear more about this rebranding and and everything like that. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Libby, could you tell us a little bit about what's happening with five rivers this year? You know, how our members can get involved, what, you know, what we can look forward to.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, so not going to go in any particular order here. Um, the, the cool thing about five rivers and, and sort of the, um, thing that, that keeps it really exciting is that there's always like a lot going on at, at one time, right? Um, so one thing that I'm really excited to see how this plays out that's kind of um, being implemented at the campus level right now is our community fund projects. Um, so I'll, I'll touch on the community fund a little bit more later, but um, essentially it's um, a granting program made possible by the S. Camp Rockwell Foundation. Um, so Five Rivers Clubs can apply for grants to fund conservation and community outreach projects in their communities. And so the projects that were funded in the 2021 grant cycle, um, those would be currently underway. So we've got um, a youth ed class um, or fly fishing class. We've got a a tree planting project that one of the clubs is working on. Um, So I'm really excited to see kind of how those play out over the next few months and um, see what other projects other clubs are able to come up come up with for the next round of community fund grants. Um, and then another one we've got kind of a um, this is sort of a crowd favorite among Five Rivers members is the student discount program, um, which is a way to reduce the uh, cost barrier to entry that is um, associated with fly fishing. So, you know, everyone knows that fly fishing gear is not cheap and it can be pretty difficult to, especially if you're just getting started with the sport to get all of the gear that you need to get out and fish. Um, so we're, we're really thankful for the brands that support us in that way. Um, and I know that the students appreciate that a lot because I can remember um, as a college student, you know, you have sometimes you have to decide like, am I going to Target this week or am I getting gas this week? Um, so yeah, we're just excited to have to be able to roll that program back out to students. And then another thing I'm really excited about um, this year is just putting a little bit more of an emphasis on like student voices and student talents. Um, so we're one way that we're doing that is developing our the photography and filmmaking skills of our students. Um, so as as we've seen in fly fishing through like the F3T, Fly Fishing Film Tour, and other channels. Um, social media and the content that we put out really has the power to shake things up in the industry um, and, and bring about change within the fly fishing community. And so I'm excited to kind of harness those talents of the students that we have involved in Five Rivers. Um, we're working on a really cool sort of content creation uh, project in partnership with Sims. And even just being you know on the job for the past few months, I've just already seen... So many really talented student photographers and filmmakers kind of come out of the woodwork and share um, stuff that they're working on and share really cool photos of club trips and, you know, even just tying nights, just like really cool um, content that's that's coming out of those clubs. So I'm excited to be able to kind of share their talents with the world. Um, And then just another testament to sort of that creativity of Five Rivers Club members is the recent Clean My Water contest that we ran. Um, so we, that was during Trout Week, was, which was in partnership with Fly Lords. I think that was like the last weekend in September. So you might've seen um, a lot of Instagram content and uh, blogs and whatnot uh, around Trout Week. So the Clean My Water contest was really um, completely like planned and carried out by Five Rivers members at the University of Georgia. Um, and that, that whole project and its connection to, to you and Fly Lords and Five Rivers is um, just sort of, again, another testament to what students can accomplish um, when they put their minds together. And and uh, but yeah, those students came up with a really cool contest. And I do have to give a shout out to uh, the former host of Emerging and UGA Five Rivers alum who's currently working at Fly Lords, um, Joseph Burney. So Joseph was a huge help in that connection between two and fly lords and and making trout week and clean my water a success. Um, so yeah, throughout the clean my water campaign, we saw a lot of really awesome entries of people, um, hauling out trash from their local waterways and, you know, just getting out on the water and filling a net, um, filling a bag, filling a truck bed with trash um, and taking it out of the water. So it was really great to see that. And then we had a lot of five rivers clubs lead their own cleanups as well. Um, So that was kind of cool to see them organize and mobilize their members in a relatively short amount of time um, to be able and and get out in their communities and pick up a lot of trash. So I'm excited to see future Clean My Water campaigns um, through T U and Five Rivers as well. So, yeah, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but um, that's kind of a a 50,000 foot view of, of what we've got going on now. And you mentioned, you know, how can members get involved? How can they stay in the loop? Um, we'll touch on the fishing platform more in detail later. Um, but another thing that we're kind of launching this year is biweekly membership meetings, or I kind of call them office hours, um, just because it's a chance for members to hop on and ask questions and kind of bounce ideas off of each other. Um, but yeah, I think that's, we've had a few so far and, and it's honestly just been a really, for me personally, it's just been a really fun way to, stay connected with the members and see what they've got going on in their clubs and just kind of hear them sort of form like an organic dialogue about running a club and the real like, you know, challenges and things that come up as a college, um, college campus leader. So I've really been enjoying those conversations with the club leaders and I'm excited to see, um, see what projects and ideas come out of those meetings in the future. So
2: Awesome, thank you, Libby. I uh, I got a couple questions for you. I know one thing that we want to sort of implement on the podcast is a way for people to send in questions, right, so that we can help answer them. But in those office or er, office hours that you've had so far, have you noticed any questions that seem to recur or seem to come up more frequently that might be helpful to address on the podcast today?
0: Yeah, for sure. And we honestly will probably be addressing a lot of those questions that come up um, just throughout the year, like in future episodes. But one thing that I've been noticing, and this is, I think, a challenge that a lot of nonprofits um, and just, you know, sportsmen's groups and angling groups that face in general is how do you retain new anglers. Like once, once you've, you know, you've taken them out on one trip or you've taken them to one casting clinic, but like, how do you keep them coming back and keep them involved in the program? And that seems to be something that's come up from a lot of clubs, whether they're really established or they're just starting out, um, is how do they retain that membership and make those new anglers, you know, feel welcome and feel comfortable. And that's, again, that's a whole nother topic that we can really dive into. And, and I'm excited to dive into that with different guests that we do end up having on the podcast. Um, but yeah, I think that, that that's a challenge that a lot of clubs face and, um, but you know, having that, giving them that opportunity to talk to each other and work out those issues and share ideas of of how other clubs accomplish that and get over that barrier, I think is going to be really great for them.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's something that we deal with at the CU club for sure. I mean, and one of the best ways that we've found to, Uh, I guess retain our members in general but keep people in fly fishing is like you were talking about just reducing the cost of entry Um, so if we can get you know people waiters that they can use for the weekend or a rod or Costa can give them a 50% off on a pair of sunglasses right or a new hat or something like that right all that sort of stuff helps keep people engaged helps them to not have to go to work you know on a Saturday morning instead they can go fishing or something like that so that's a really good question and uh, I'm happy we talked about that um, one thing I wanted to ask you about in terms of the community fund is, is how can people apply or how can people get some more information, right? If somebody's really interested, thinks they have a cool project, um, what what should they do to get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so we'll probably be rolling out the next application process. Um, I would say maybe like February or March. Franklin can probably correct me on that. Um, but sometime spring of 2022, and then, um, we will utilize a student advisory board to review those applications, um, you know, against the guidelines of the community fund. And then, um, yeah, at that point, you know, we'll have it after that sort of year cycle from the grants that were recently funded, you know, we'll look at those projects, um, and see, you know, what, what we've learned from those and what we can sort of take back to future projects. Um, but I've kind of been mentioning it to in conversations with club leaders as they've come up is just keep that opportunity in mind as you're planning out your calendar for the year. Um, you know, if you don't have the funding in your budget to have put on a certain project, but you think that it would really benefit your club and your community, um, you know, keep it on the docket and then just consider applying for that uh, when we do roll out those community fund applications.
2: Awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool, I mean, that's just, the epitome of Five Rivers, in my opinion, is getting these students the funds they need to help them restore their local waterways and really live up to TU's mission of taking care of our clean, fresh water, you know what I mean? Cold water fisheries is, is just the epitome of everything for me. So that's awesome to hear. Um, one thing I'd love to start getting into is some new additions and the exciting elements of Five Rivers for this year. Uh, we've talked a little bit about a rebranding, um, Flight Out Fishing is coming and it, it's here actually uh it's it's going on right now so joe would you mind talking to us a little about fly.fishing uh what is it how it can help us just i guess the the goal with it and and what you think it'll do for us
4: for sure thanks cliff and uh you know back to what we said what's close to doing support the the rebrand is part of the Out Fishing, and you'll see kind of Watching what that all looks like coming in the new year, about January, we'll kick that off. But we'll start teasing some stuff out on the Fly.Fishing Fishing platform, and I'm hoping a majority of you are already on it. Libby's doing a great job organizing through that, and the goal from coast's point of view and my personal point of view is to get everybody, not only at the club level in one spot, but everybody from the Five Rivers in general, the national level in one spot. So you'll see when people join the Fly.Fishing Fishing platform is just general fly fishing. Anybody can be a part of it. But for Five Rivers, we have the opportunity as it's just launching and just emerging to have the benefit of kind of being the first ones to use it, which is great. And so when everybody joins, they have the opportunity to join for their club. So connect with their club member, members and have that conversation. But also the general Five Rivers member group and see what else everybody's doing. And, you know, Libby's doing a great job of encouraging people to post and people doing a great job posting what they're doing and hopefully some of that is inspiring other people be like oh i wish i could do that in my club or they can reach out and connect and say you know hey cliff how did you do that do you mind jumping on a phone for a little bit and giving me a little bit of breakdown or just a great way i'm already seeing libby on there starting to pioneer ways for that discount program to make it nice and streamlined so libby's not spending her day going forward and sending out a bunch of different codes basically when somebody joins they have a pathwork uh for membership and the cool thing from Costa too is like we can do a lot of programming so I can reach out to our conservation partners or our pros or our event uh, organizers and say, Hey, do you want to hop on the platform and, you know, jump on and talk to these five rivers members? They can do it live. We can record, we can keep it all in one place. It's kind of that hub for club organization. And another thing that I'm excited about from the Costa point of view is this, you know, this is to you Costa five rivers. It's been there forever, but we want to open this up to other brands in the industry and through those relationships, You know, invite people like Sims and Orvis and et cetera and Yetis in the world out into it to say, hey, how do you want to join it? And here's how Costa uses it. And here's another and more brands that are part of it, the more benefits to the club members. So uh, more to be seen. um, But I hope, again, Libby, you can kind of go in a little bit more detail if you want about how it's worked well from your point of view and some things. But again, circling back around for you, Cliff, and for you, Libby, how do people stay engaged? Hopefully the Five Rivers platform is going to keep people engaged.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. I really appreciate that. I think you're spot on with uh, it being a great way to connect people and keep people engaged. Um, I'm I'm on there, so you can find me, Cliff Watson. If you have any questions, please let me know. Um, you can also find us at the uh, CU Boulder Fly Fishing Club. I run that one, so shoot us a line if you have any questions or hop on a call or want to do a trip together if you're out west. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. Um, Libby, how? Uh, what can members do? What can club leaders do in regards to Flydot Fishing Platform? Um, I guess, yeah. What What do they need to do to get involved? And And what do you expect to see from us? I guess.
0: Um, so you know, at the at the bare minimum, we want everyone to be on the platform and in the right groups. And so those clubs and the overall Five Rivers members groups are just a really useful tool to be able to really efficiently communicate with a big group of people all at once. Um, and not just, you know, communicate like just for the sake of, you know, planning events or for like tactical purposes, but also just to like build community around fly fishing and around five rivers. So I will say like, the more that you put in the fishing, the more you'll get out of it. So just be as in- engaged as possible. Um, you know, like I said, make sure you're using it to plan events and communicate with your members. It's got some really cool like messaging tools and things like that. Um, but also just have fun with it. Like treat it like a very welcoming face to share your thoughts about fishing, to share your photos, to just ask really random questions of other club leaders. Um, you know, the other day I always just kind of like, we'll get on there throughout my day and just kind of creep on what people are doing and, and what conversations people are having. And the other day I saw there were some new members join from I think the Montana State Club. And they just got on and they were like, I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to start fishing. And they they seemed like they were just getting into fly fishing. And then another club member hopped on there as, as well and was like, you know, just happy you're here. happy, You know, welcome to the, the team or something like that. I don't remember exactly how he said it, but it's just cool to see those conversations starting and see club members from, you know, different states and even different part of parts of the country um, chatting with each other and sharing photos and ideas. And uh, yeah, so I, I'll just say that, you know, like I said, the more you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. So um, don't be afraid to post, join groups, ask questions, send messages, um, and really just try to, to kind of weasel your way into the community and just um, stay involved and stay engaged.
2: Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think one thing that the Sea Boulder Club is going to implement is... After each trip or event, we're going to have one of our officers do a write-up, right? And say, hey, we took a trip to, you know, this weekend we're going to Walden. Here are some pictures. Fishing was good. Fishing was bad. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Or we did a creek cleanup. This is how much trash we picked up. Hopefully, y'all can get out in your community and do the same thing. So, I like to see it as good social media, right? I think there's a lot of discussion these days about social media and how it can be really harmful to us. but my opinion this is all good it's just college students that love to fish that want to inspire each other uh and they all want to sort of work towards that common goal of getting everyone involved getting everyone out there so uh if you ever need a break from the the null dull social media hop on fly.fishing right (laughs) it's really easy to make an account um you can have a club account you can follow your club you can get involved with the five rivers group it's it's a really cool way to communicate and like i said um don't be afraid to ask any questions uh yeah, it's also a really good way to stay up to date about what's going on in, uh, what's going on with Five Rivers, right? Because when we have an event, a giveaway, a new podcast, we'll put it on there, and if you're paying attention to it, you'll be uh, you'll be one of the first to know about the new happenings of Five Rivers. Um, in terms of uh, other exciting things that are happening this this year, I think we'll have to touch on the emerging podcast because we're uh, we're all sitting here. Um. As Libby talked about earlier, uh, Joseph did an incredible job last year, and uh, I've got some big shoes to fill, I must say, but I'm really grateful for the opportunity. Um, We're not really changing too much. Um, We're going to have a very set goal for the year, and that's going to try to sort of direct how we take things for the podcast. Um, Our goal is going to be to inspire people to really care about the places they fish, and Ultimately, we wanna create a strong positive change within the fly fishing industry. Um, I think there's a lot of potential within the fly fishing industry for great conservation projects, um, new people involved in the scene, just really taking care of our environment. I think fly fishing can be really inspiring to a lot of people to get involved in their local community, right? Get involved with your local TU chapter, take care of your local stream, really get to know the people you're fishing with and fishing around. Um, so we really want to want to inspire everybody to get out there and do that. We're going to go about it with uh, some themes that are going to sort of drive who we pick as guests, what we talk about, um, just what we write about, all that good stuff. So those themes are going to be diversity, inclusion. We want to make sure that we get women on the podcast. We get people of color on the podcast. We want to make sure everyone is re- represented in here, and feels very welcome right i think that uh, that's really important for somebody that's new to the sport if you look at the sport at, or at the sport and you see a lot of people that don't look like you don't talk like you don't act like you then it sort of creates a barrier to entry and we want to break that down so getting everyone involved is really important to us uh, another theme is conservation right we want to make sure we're taking places of taking care of the places we like to fish so that's going to be key uh, we want to talk to some five rivers alumni and current students So if you're an alumni or a current student, listen to to this and you think you've got a cool story to tell, don't be afraid to reach out. We want to hear from you. Uh, We want to talk to inspiring people, right? That's uh, a big, big word for me, at least, uh, is inspiring and making sure people are motivated and want to do good for the world. So people that are exciting, people that are motivating, that's what we want. And then, of course, we want some general, funny, uh, fishy people, someone that can, Tell us about A New Way to Cast, New Fly to Tie, all that good stuff. Um, Libby, anything I missed that you you really want to see on the podcast this year?
0: Yeah, no, that was great, Cliff. And I think, you know, obviously this episode is just sort of our relaunch, our reintroduction. And so it's very um, Five Rivers and TU focused. But I think as we get different guests on and, and develop our episodes a little bit more, you um, this podcast is going to be something that anyone in involved in fly fishing or just getting into fly fishing can listen to and can really benefit from. Um, you know, when I, before I was hired on as the coordinator and after I graduated and, um, I was still listening to the emerging episodes that were put out last year and I wasn't, you know, really directly involved with the program and I still really enjoyed the episodes. Um, so I think that, you know, as we have new guests on, we're just really going to kind of expand our listener base, um, which I'm really excited about, but, You know, in addition to sort of the guests that you mentioned and the themes that we're focusing on, um, we really want to hear from listeners and from students. And one way that we are going to be doing that is having a questions of the week segment on the podcast. Um, So anyone can send in a voice memo. Um, I just learned this the other day, but you actually have if you have an iPhone, you have the voice memo app on your iPhone. And so you can just record a voice memo on there. And send it in to 5rivers at tu.org. And if you do send us a question, whether it's in a voice memo or an email, um, we'll send you a sticker. We've got some cool emerging swag that we need to send out. Um, So yeah, we want to hear from you. It can just be a generic question about fly fishing or conservation or really just recreating in the outdoors. Um, So yeah, we want to hear from you. So send us a voice memo or write in those questions to 5rivers at tu.org. org.
2: Perfect. Thank you, Libby. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, We said it enough, right? We want to hear from you. So feel free to reach out. And um, yeah, just uh, we love chatting to you. We love talking to you guys. So we'll um, wrap things up here. I think this is really cool. I'd love to get some final comments or, you know, maybe what you're most excited for for this next year from everybody. Uh, So, Franklin, would you mind starting that off? Maybe what you're most excited for, what you're hoping to see out of Five Rivers, what you're hoping to see out of the podcast. I'll let you take it.
3: Yeah, I'm most excited to pull off some sort of in-person meetings uh, in the spring and summer. Uh, We were unfortunate enough to have to shut down like most of the country due to COVID. I think that meeting up in person, even on a small scale for these Five Rivers students and leaders is super important. And so that's what I'm looking forward to the most is is pulling off at least a couple of in-person meetups for these clubs so they can really um, spend some time together and build that community. That that's been one of the sweetest spots of five rivers over the years. So yeah, that's, that's really what I'm excited about for, for the coming year. And I'm also excited to have uh, Libby join us and really spending some time putting some quality back into the clubs and highlighting what they're doing. I feel like we need to celebrate these young people and their love of the outdoors as much as we can. And, and kind of, I told Libby during one of our first calls together, I kind of want the spotlight to kind of go back onto the clubs a little bit. We don't always have to have that pro, you know, join the call. We don't always have to have that industry captain um, in front of the group. There's, there's lots of of fun and, and, and energetic stuff going on within the network itself. And I want to highlight that and make people feel like they're part of something.
2: Yeah, thank you very much, Franklin. I too am very excited to have some in-person events. Already as a club, we've had some tying nights and I'm sure our clubs across the country have been really excited to get back with their groups, um, with their local TU chapters and get involved in some meetings. And you might still have to wear a mask, but hey, at least we're in the same room together, right? That's what's really important. Uh, Joe, what are you most excited for this year?
4: Uh, I'm most excited for the program to have life again and for people to look back at the end of the year and say, hey, I'm a proud Fiverr's member. I love what Costa did for us. I love what TU did for us. I love, you know, working with Libby, working with everybody. And I'm excited to see, you know, Libby take this to the next level. Uh, so much props to Andrew and all the work you did in the past. Um, and looking forward to Libby carrying on that and adding her own flair to it. Um, and I can't wait for the in person opportunities as well. But not only the in-person for everybody to get out there, but, you know, the in-person day-to-day on the campus say, hey, I'm a Five Rivers member, and, you know, this is what Costa gave to me, this is what you gave to me, and just to have some support again. It was such a hard year and a half, two years, so now it's time to bring it back, and this is a great way to kick it off, so thanks for the opportunity, Cliff.
2: Thank you, Joe. I, too, am very excited to see where Libby goes. I think she's done an incredible job so far, so it should be a great year with her at the uh, at the helm of the ship. Libby, what are you most excited for?
0: Thanks guys. I'm blushing. (laughs) No pressure here. Um, but yeah, I have even just, you know, in the short time that, that I've been acting as coordinator, I've just been so like completely inspired by how enthusiastic five rivers members are about contributing to the program. Like every single club president and club member that's emailed me, their signature is always like, let me know how I can help. Let me know how I can get more involved. Like you know, just we're open to any opportunities that you have. And so I think that's just a theme across the board for for college students that are engaged in this program is that they are standing at the ready to, you know, implement the mission on their college campuses and invite more anglers out onto the water. And I'm just really excited to sort of have those students, um, you know, at the ready to be able to take on opportunities that we give them and, and really, like Franklin said, just kind of shine a spotlight Back onto those students and share their voices. Um, I think that we have just so many um, talented voices and people within Five Rivers and whether that's through, you know, organizing other students and inspiring other students just through, um, you know, planning, engaging events, or maybe it's photography or filmmaking or writing. um, I'm really excited to just kind of raise those voices up and, and elevate those student voices and Um, Because, you know, they are the lifeblood of the program. And I think that just that's another cool thing about Five Rivers is just that there's, you know, each year and every few years, we have like a new crop of students. Right. And so I'm just super, super thankful for the students that we have involved in the program right now. And I'm really um, excited to kind of utilize their talents and skills for Five Rivers.
2: Thank you, Libby. I think that's a great comment. Uh, If anyone needs a summary of this podcast, I think it is just, it's all about y'all right it's all about the five rivers members it's all about what you're doing we want to hear about it we want to see it and we want to amplify it so um i am most excited to see what all the clubs are doing and what all of our club members are doing uh, i think if we take full advantage of flat fishing we can really create a really strong community of all of us and create some really cool change within the fly fishing industry and just amplify all these awesome voices in the uh, college fly fishing industry is it's huge
1: Five Rivers program is an awesome way to engage the youth in fly fishing and conservation work. I've really enjoyed being part of the program and connecting with other college students. If you have any questions, feel free to send them to 5 at tu.org. And just another reminder about our Costa giveaway survey that can be found in the episode description or our Instagram bio. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show.